Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. Have you heard people talking about their big three? And maybe if you were new to astrology, you were wondering if they're about to share something borderline inappropriate with you. Well, guess what? They're actually about to tell you a little extra nugget about themselves astrologically. Beyond their sun sign, there's their moon sign and their rising sign. And guess what? You have a moon sign and a rising sign, too. I'm Tali from the Astro Twins. And in this episode, we're going to talk about these three placements that are found in your unique birth chart. And you're going to learn what they say about you. So have you ever met someone so vastly different than you, then maybe found out that you actually shared a zodiac sign or were even born on the same day, but a few hours apart? Don't lose faith in astrology. The big three, among other things, are the reason why not all Geminis are created equal and some Scorpios sting while others lose a sunny, seductive charm from every pore. So it turns out there's more to your astrological makeup than just your sun sign. The sun sign is a fancy way of saying your zodiac sign, your star sign. When people ask you, what sign are you? That's what they're talking about. Your sun sign is based on your birthday. The sun moves through all 12 signs in a year. It spends four weeks in every sign. So, you know, other people born... In early February, like you are going to be Aquarians, or if you're born, you know, after February 19th, before March 20th, those are your fellow Pisces sun signs. But there's also a moon sign and a rising sign. The moon sign, the moon moves through the zodiac in a, in a month, so it spends about two and a half days in every sign. The rising sign, which is a sign that's on the eastern horizon, and I'm going to get into that more, changes every two hours. So that's why someone born a couple days after you, even a couple hours after you, can have a vastly different personality. You'll probably shine in similar ways, but there's you will also have these very strong differences. In fact, only someone born the same minute in the same time zone will have your exact big three to the to the degree me and Ophi my astro twin are born four minutes apart and I say this a lot we have a subtle difference in our chart just from those four minutes my rising sign is nine degrees 37 minutes versus 10 degrees 37 minutes so for the astro geeks out there you know that that makes a, a difference so when you were born, all nine of the planets, plus the sun, moon, and a bunch of asteroids, were lined up in different parts of the sky. And astrologers mathematically divide the sky into 12 segments for each of the zodiac signs, and that map is called your birth chart. Um, the birth chart takes into account Mercury, Venus, Mars, all of it. Uh, and the big three is, is like... A mini version of that okay so an example it you know that I like to use like a metaphor is that if your full astrological chart is the house you live in 
plus your basement, your junk drawers, all of that. The big three would be like the sitting room. You know how, um, you know, back in the day and people who have this lucky enough to have the square footage now, people would have sitting rooms or parlors. So when the guests come in the front door, you know, they would get a sense of your personality. They would sit down. They would be in your space. People would keep that space tidy and guest appropriate. It wouldn't be, they wouldn't get the full, you know, scale you know, uh, viewing into your life. They wouldn't see that you made your bed every day or that you were a little bit of a hoarder with tools in the basement. They would just get a deeper sense of you from being in that parlor, that sitting room. And so your big three can sort of be thought of that way as well. It's, it's something that, um, adds more dimension to who you are but it doesn't tell the whole story but it does it tells more and it's it's really cool to know that you can you can wax on endlessly about this so let's think of it as like a celestial starter kit okay so going through one by one sun sign is the essence of your personality the moon sign governs your emotional nature and the rising sign or ascendant is a face you show the world. It it's how your your sun sign may project itself outward. Um, astrologer Stephen Forrest calls it the mask that you wear, and that's a, that's a good, a, a great metaphor for that as well. So, what does your sun sign say about you first and foremost? I'm going to go through all three of these. Your zodiac sign, like I said, is actually another name for your sun sign, and it's based on the sun's position in the sky when you were born. The sun moves through the zodiac at the same pace each year, hanging out in a single sign for four weeks and moving on to the next one between the 18th and 23rd of each month. So people who are born on the cusp day um, will have to have their exact time of birth to know what you know whether they're a gemini or a cancer for example because the sun actually changes um from one sign to another at a very specific minute every year there's you actually are always going to be one sign or the other so there's no such thing as a cusp birthday being both signs but you will you may feel like a lot of the qualities of each now, as the center of our universe, it, it makes sense that the sun is central to your personality. Um, a way we like to explain it is like this. The sun sign makes you blue or red or green. And the other parts of your big three, and in fact, your entire chart, will tint your sun sign that you're periwinkle or maroon or lime. But at the essence of it all, the sun rules the self, your identity, and the fuel that you run on to survive. So just knowing your sun sign gives you a lot to work with. And you are, you know, in, in great astrological shape, if that's all you know. Uh, now the moon sign, what does your moon sign say about you? Well, similarly, your moon sign is based on the moon's position in the sky and the zodiac at your time of birth. The moon moves rapidly through the zodiac, hanging out in a sign for about two and a half days. So when we're writing daily horoscopes, 
of there's not like a bigger transit happening like Venus, which moves every three to five weeks. We're usually looking at the moon. It's a good indicator for the mood of a day. So a month is when the moon has moved through all 12 zodiac signs. And again, this explains why someone born even a few hours later than you may groove to the beat of a very different emotional drum. They can have a different moon sign and be born on your birthday because the moon could change at a very specific time that day. So just as the moon waxes and wanes and hides its face someday and exposes its surface on others, your moon sign really regulates your moods. It's definitely personal and emotional with the moon. And most people do not reveal the traits of their moon sign in casual interactions. I have a Scorpio moon and a Sagittarius sun. So, you know, Scorpio moon is, you know, kind of sensitive, doesn't love to be vulnerable, can be, you know, very observant and even a little introspective internal hermity. But a lot of people wouldn't know that about me up front because I tend to be a friendly Sag. And and I am, okay? I'm not trying to scare you. Don't give Scorpio such a bad rap. But the caring and sensitive and deeply emotional moon, you know, is something you don't trot out for random strangers all the time. But those who get to know you and the more they get to know you will definitely be more familiar with the qualities of your moon sign and might even relate to you via your moon energy more than your sun. And and part three of the big three, the rising sign, that's based on your hour of birth. So if you want to know your ac accurate and actual rising sign, you will need your birth time. And that can get frustrating for people who don't have that recorded. So you may need to kind of guesstimate, you know, based on how you express yourself in the world. There are astrologers, I'm not one of them, but there are astrologers out there who specialize in doing a rectified chart. And that is, they will have a long conversation with you and move the minute and hour on your birthday to try to find the one that intuitively feels right. And they have a real system for doing that. It's not that I can't do it, but I've got too many horoscopes to write. I don't know. But <laughs> and you can do it yourself too if you use the free chart tool on our site. But you have to know a bit about astrology to kind of feel your way into it. But the rising sign involves more complex mathematics. Essentially, it works like this. Whatever zodiac sign was touching the eastern horizon when you took your first breath sets your rising sign. And this cycle moves the fastest of all, shifting signs every two to three hours and cycling through it all, all 12 of them in a day. Um, and like I told you, me and Ophi are both Capricorn rising, but there's a degree apart. We do know some multiples who have different rising signs because they were born 10 minutes apart and it just so happened to be during those 10 minutes that the rising sign moved from one sign to the next. Now, for all of us, the rising sign is like a storefront window. How do you represent to the world? What do you want people to see about you? 
Um, the ascendant really directs the first impression you make and also says a lot about how you'll, you know, who you'll be instinctively attracted to. So how you set up your parlor. Do you have floral, wicker, comfy, overstuffed chairs? Do you have a library? Does it feel like a museum or a modernist, minimalist um, kind of austere space that's you know your rising sign can really direct that uh now your body and your physical features often correspond with your rising sign too for example someone with a scorpio rising may have an intense and sexy gaze while a leo rising can have a wild mane of hair or a theatrical expression a lot of virgo risings i can guess because they have angel hair as i call it they tend to have like Lots of curls going on or very sort of like radiant, beatific expression. With my Capricorn rising, Capricorn rules the the teeth and the bones. And I get a lot of co good like compliments. Oh, you have a nice smile. You have nice teeth. I mean, granted, I did have braces, but, um, you know, I think. It's it, I can owe the bone structure of my face to my Capricorn rising. I'm grateful for it. Uh, you know, it's it's all about working with what you got, right? Okay, so let's put it all together. You know, now that you know your big three, you can start introducing yourself like a true astro geek. Next time someone asks, what sign are you? You don't have to just, in my case, say Sagittarius. I can say, oh, I'm a Sagittarius with a Scorpio moon and a Capricorn rising. A word to the wise, though, only reveal this if you have some extra time on your hands. We have spent hours dissecting the interplay of Friends Big Three and, of course, our own, reflecting all the ways that this directs our life decisions. And do remember, there is no singular way that the signs play out or the big three plays out. Don't use this as a sentence for who you are. Use this as a discovery tool for inquiry about your nature and a tool for personal growth. Again, learning that we had Moon and Scorpio didn't give us license to be jealous or secretive. But it did explain why those feelings could bubble up like an Achilles heel sometimes. And then understanding this led us to all kinds of transformational work, which also falls in Scorpio's domain, that we use to this day, both in our lives and in the horoscopes that we write. So maybe the big three will be the launching pad of a fascinating journey to self-awareness and personal power. As always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at astrocell.com and be sure to follow us on social at AstroTwins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.